Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello everyone, this is Suzanne Knabernicole with your weekly dose of police science snippets, which are little bits of information that I've extracted from research articles that have been published actually very recently that I hope will be of use to you, anyone working in law enforcement, military, intelligence, anyone working on the front line or in the back office, something that is practical and immediately um, applicable or something you can consider in your work. So the three science snippets I've selected for today. And remember, if you're subscribing to the free Police Science Doctor email list, I'll actually email these to you into your inbox every Tuesday with a link to the original research. But the first one for today is about consent and sexual violence. A study found that whilst victims of sexual violence considered consent important in sexual encounters, and they knew about the importance of that, they didn't tend to feel very able to negotiate and acquire consent consent. So this is, um, I found that interesting because that shows it's not the, it's not understanding that victims perhaps lack, it's actually the confidence to be assertive. And that is something that hopefully could be easily dealt with. So if we know that this might be a potential problem, that perhaps women and other victims of sexual assault, and it's not all women, don't feel they can negotiate and put their foot down when it comes to you know, dealing with sexual consent. That is something that can be the target of an intervention. Now we're talking about target hardening here and do not confuse this with victim blaming, okay? I would never start victim blaming when it comes to sexual assault. In other types of crimes though, we do also look at how we can make it more difficult for offenders to offend. You know, We lock our cars now, we lock our front doors, we don't leave valuables on display. And in terms of sexual violence, and also actually in child sexual abuse, it can help um, educating children on what is okay and what isn't okay, what their personal private areas are in their body, and to tell them that not all people are, especially not all adults are always right, even though there may be authority figures, and that people can be good or bad, that they don't might necessarily not know when somebody might be wanting to do something bad. So this is target hardening and it's no way, shape or form victim blaming. You would never hear any of that from me, but it's about target hardening. So making, making anyone feel very much more able to negotiate and being assertive about sexual consent is what this snippet was about. The second one is about shift work and policing. And you may remember last year I had a whole webinar when it comes to mental health in policing and mental health of police and law enforcement. And we talked a lot about shift work there because it's not really recognized how damaging that can be. Officers and police, they're just sent out to do shift work and to work all hours of the day, work weird out of hours of the day, which is against a biological clock. And they're not being given the support, the training, the education on how to do this efficiently and effectively without having any consequences. So this piece of research found that shift work has been linked to a number of increased physical health risks as well as mental illness. Now, this is very detrimental for police force. Okay, so this is not to be um, to be just waved off and dismissed. This is really, really serious. But education and, and psychological support can reduce, help reduce those risks. So this is what the organizations need to do. They need to teach people how to deal with shift work, how to compensate, how to create um, balances in their lives to then how you know 
affect the circadian rhythm as little as possible to prevent any problems, but also how to deal with problems when they're on, only in the mild stage. So this is something that police need to be aware of. This is something that needs to be dealt with because a lot of um, a lot of damage can be done to the mental health and physical health. And also, we had a speaker at the at the webinar last year die completely. You know that that is something that could be prevented if it was handled better. And the, the third snippet for today is about how to explain youth interrogation rights. So, you know, how to communicate the rights, um, your rights to a youth when they're being interrogated or before they're being interrogated. And this found that using a multimedia presentation, which contains animations and captions to explain the rights of youth during interrogations had the highest impact on comprehension. So I found that quite interesting because obviously I, I create videos, as you know, to try and explain things and to try and communicate things, you know, new findings, new events, something that I think you would want to know. And it's interesting that animations and captions, so captions are the text that appears, you know, you know subtitles, for example, they, th this combination of um, animation and captions was the most successful in actually getting people to retain and understand the content. So these are the three science snippets for today. Um, again, if you're on the email list, you will have access to the read page where you can download the PDFs of all the snippets with the links to the regional research. If you're not on the email list, you can join. It's free. Just go to policesciencedr.com and leave your details in the form that pops up. And I hope you have a wonderful week now. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.